Ringers Gaming Podcast, Achievement Oriented, and our wrestling podcast, The Mass Man Show, are breaking off of Channel 33. You can now subscribe to each of them on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. going down. My name is Micah Peters and I'm a staff writer at The Ringer. I was down in New Orleans for All-Star Weekend and I had a chance to talk to three NBA legends about a few things really. Some generational differences, who should win the MVP award this year, and specifically with Gary Payton, uh, what the best Batman movie was. So first up we have The Glove Himself. Gary Payton, thanks for joining me, man. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, a conversation that we've been having a lot over the last couple of days, like amongst the regular staff, is just the fact that there is no apt way to compare across generations. Mm-hmm. So eventually, when you start talking about whether uh, Russell Westbrook could have, I mean, whether Oscar Robinson could have uh, averaged a triple double in today's league or not, it's difficult to. To divine that, basically, it, it's very difficult to do that. I don't, I don't, I don't do generations to generations because you can't. But if I really think about it, if we say we take Oscar Robinson and put him in his, yeah, hey, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, he could have probably came in here and did this, and I think he would have averaged sixty. You know oh, what I'm really? saying? I think Jordan would have averaged 60 out here, too, because they don't play defense. Mm-hmm. They don't play that way to where it was. But we can't compare that because we couldn't put Westbrook into the days when Oscar Robinson was playing. It was less teams, and it was a little bit more physical and a little bit more thing. We can't put him in that because we can't take him back and say, let him be born during that time. Okay. So it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's why we always say, who is the best player to ever play in the NBA? Get out of here. You had Curry, you had Will Chamberlain, you had Kareem, you had uh, Magic, you mm-hmm. had a lot of players, Bird, mm-hmm. a lot of players that was that's great. Mm-hmm. Neither, I don't think one of them could be better than the other. Just because you see them win championships mm-hmm. and you see them do it, if we look at their numbers all together, a lot of them done scored 30,000 points, a lot of them done did this, a mm-hmm. lot of them done had a lot of rebounds, a lot of them done had a lot of all-star games, a lot of them done made a lot of all leagues. So what divines him being better than better than the other one? Because you say he is? No, that doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? Because he's done a lot of the same thing, too, because he won a lot of championships. Okay? He was on a fortunate team that won a lot of championships. Let's put uh, these other players on that team and see what you would have said. If they would have won six championships with the Chicago Bulls, mm-hmm. let's see what you would have said. You know, I could have put Magic like that. Magic won five. Why he wasn't good? When when Showtime was doing their thing, y'all was talking about Magic was all time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't compare that. I don't. I really don't compare that because we had a lot of different basketball players. They got a lot of different basketball players in this era. But we can always say if he was back there, would you have did that? You don't know that. You really don't know that. Right after you said that, what you would have been back then, or what you would have done right now. You couldn't possibly know that. I'm going to ask you a question exactly like that. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about, okay, so earlier, and Colin reminded me that, you know, you are, were no slob on offense, but when I was growing up, the things that I would always hear and the, the highlights I would see on ESPN would be Gary Payton's a badass. Gary Payton is, 
you know, a dog on defense. Mm-hmm. So you have Russell Westbrook who basically plays all the time like he's fired out of a cannon. Right. How would you, how would you lock Russell Westbrook down, do you think? And you, that's a good question because people who really f- fail to realize that I averaged almost 21 points a game for mm-hmm. like five, six years in a mm-hmm. row. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, that's why they call me a two-way guard mm-hmm. because what I did was on the defenses, I took pride of if I scored 35 points, I'm not going to let the other guy score 30. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let him score about 14, 15, or 16, and I won that battle. Mm-hmm. So then it was more rougher. I could put my hands on people. Then if, I, if he's scoring at me, he's going at me, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go at him on the other end. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to guard me too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a big difference of when that happened because I would go at you just like you would go at me because mm-hmm. Wesley Westbrook, I just had an interview about him. I'd love to play him because he does play like a dog. He plays just like me. I, mm-hmm. I, I came out every day like that too. Mm-hmm. But I talk to gang of trash. <laughs> or you want to say shit if you want to. I can't gang of shit. And that's what, what I was talking about because – if he would have been going at me like that, he would have had a problem on the other end of the floor mm-hmm. because I would have went at him the same way. The way you've seen him go at uh, Kevin Durant the other day when he was talking about, yeah, I'm here and I'm going to keep coming, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, I'm coming too. Mm-hmm. I'm coming right back <laughs> at your ass. Simple as that. And we would have been on the floor and I would have been gabbing at him all night mm-hmm. and he would have had to do something about that. But he's the same way I am. And I see that dog in him all the time and I would have loved to play against him because I would have proved something and he would have had to prove something I would have made him come play me every night and he would have came with a respect and said man I'm he got the same mentality as me dog and I love playing against him so that would have been a guy I would love to play against I gotta ask you this question because it's you know standard fair but who do you like for MVP this season so far there's only two that's really, really that's standing out. Uh, you got Harding, who's doing a great job, who converted from a, a, a two guard and now becoming a, a point guard. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody always say he couldn't guard nobody. Well, he still's not doing that. <laughs> but you know, it's like he's converted himself of making everybody around him better. He's making his teammates better. They, they're getting confidence in him. Usually when he went to the basket, it would be, he just gonna shoot it, let's run back. Now they're sitting there when, when is he going to get it to me? You know what I'm saying? Then he's getting the, he's scoring points when he have to now. Yeah. He's making shots. He's not forcing things like he did before. He had four shots because they were losing or whatever. They're winning now. Yeah. So it's a lot, it's a different. And he's got, like a he's, got, he's got a lot of shooters. A lot of scoring players and people Anderson around him. There, Gordon, a lot of people. Now you think about this kid in Westbrook. You take Batman off his team. You're a Robin. Now you become Batman. Now, you don't have as many good basketball players as uh, um, um, Harding has on his team, mm-hmm. but he still has that team in the playoffs, and they're like in the sixth or the seventh spot right now, mm-hmm. and they're winning basketball games. Mm-hmm. And you're doing a triple-double where a guy like Oscar Robinson, who did it in his day, which has only had less games in 82, then you had probably less teams yeah. not playing, mm-hmm. and now you're doing it with 82 games, Mm-hmm. And you're doing it with 32 teams and you're traveling everywhere and you're averaging 30, 10, and 10. That's remarkable. Mm. It's remarkable to do. I don't care what people say about shot volume, all that, care less, about yeah. the turnovers and everything. Okay, if you got the ball in your hand 90% of the time, you're going to turn the ball over. 
You're going to turn it over, and especially if you got to make plays to make other people better. And your players are not as good as a lot of the players. You don't have a lot of shooters around you. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of that, and you make plays. You're going to turn the ball over a lot. That's just the way it is. If your volume go down, your team goes down. Mm-hmm. If his volume goes down from 130 to 65, they won't be nothing. They'll be trash. So uh, right now I got him as number one and I got Harden as number two. Another thing. Okay, so we were talking a little bit off of off of the air about uh, classic movies. I said Bad Boys 1 and 2, Rush Hour 1 and 2, Men in Black 1, not 2. 2 was terrible. Mm-hmm. But you said Batman and Robin earlier, and I now I need to know which is your favorite Batman movie. Shit, all of them. All of them? <laughs> not even, like, even the one, even one with Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze. That's the that's a classic for me. Really, See, I'm Batman old school. and Robin. Yeah, I'm, I'm old school. So that was a classic to me because what you, what I grew up on is the old school Batman and Robin. Have you ever seen the old Batman when they was walking around and he was like Batman? And they was like Pow, Bam, <laughs> Biff. Boom, Biff. <laughs> See, that's that's old school to me. So when Arnold came as Mr. Freeze and they was freezing everything. Some of them were unrealistic because they was real high up high. I mean, like they down. had the ripply like chest plate things. Yeah, like yeah. nobody has that many abs. But I, man. but I like that. This See, is... that was me because that was old school. <laughs> See, I seen comic books. I did all of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So then that was probably one of the best ones for me because y'all guys now seeing it is in the tw- in the twenty century. You y'all might have liked when the football field got blew up and everybody flashed. Okay, no, that was like that's kind of crazy. That was you got you can't say that that was like bad. That Tom Hardy is just like here's the only person in the city that can save you. Snaps his neck and then blows the football field up. Yeah, this is. But you had you had you had him. He had the mask on. It's just like Darth Vader. Do you like seriously the the scene the scene where he's standing in the room and he's talking to uh, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character and he lays his hand on his shoulder and he's just like nope nobody go anywhere I'm in charge here and he goes do you feel in charge See that's the, that's what you see you than, make you making you making a movie right that's there. Better, you made the movie That's you, better than anything that happened in Batman and Robin Including Mr. No, Freeze. No, heck no, man, no. I mean, all the epic things that Arnold was saying in there and, and doing the epic, 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 um, the, him, you know, he can't really act any goddamn way. So you know what I'm saying? So you got to understand that. He was he was Mr. Freeze. Now, you can't go nobody else Mr. Freeze but Arnold. Because Mr. nobody Freeze. else is playing Mr. Freeze. Absolutely. We got it. You got to get He's an epic. He And will nobody else ever play Mr. Freeze. No one. Because Victor Freeze is a scrub. That's why. Well, sure. We, all the villains really, you, which villain was better than you in Batman? Tell me what's the best villain The best Batman. villain in Batman yeah. is the Joker. Obviously. Okay, you got that. And then what's the second? The second one is probably, Do I you would better say where? Who? Who you going to say? Wait, what were you, I was about. What were you about to I say? I was gonna say the Riddler. You were gonna say the Riddler? Riddler was man. He had all Jim the, Carrey as the Riddler. The Rid- does yes. He, does anybody Are else feel like a Friday? Egg? That's you know, acting. That's they, he made the made the Riddler. He made the Riddler who he was. So come on, you got to be realistic. So tell me who would be the second after the Joker? I'm, I'm seriously saying Bane. Because he had the thing and the, all the pipes coming out and he get big. Hey, come on, get the hell out of here. No. Tom, uh, listen. No. Tom Hardy as Bane. No. Don't do it. He wasn't beating. No, no, Carrie. He wasn't beating. Mm. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't beat Jim Carrey was, to- was Jim Carrey was, was a top. Uh, he was the second best in that. 
The Joker is always going to be number one because they had, he had all the characters. The Joker had all the characters. So you had to say the Riddler. The Riddler was number two. We can say the Penguin sometime. The Penguin was pretty good, okay? But not Bane. Come on. That wouldn't kind of even make, nowhere near that. Jack Nicholson as a Joker or Heath Ledger as a Joker? Jack Nicholson. Got to go with Jack. I gotta go with Jack. That's, that's I gotta go with Jack. I can't. I, you can't fault anyone for answering that question. Yeah, 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 that's that's a tough question. Gotta go with Jack. It's tough, but Jack got You gotta be Jack. Exact you gotta right be Jack. Of, the exact right amount of like hilarious and terrifying. Yeah, you gotta go with Jack. Like yeah. that changes at a moment. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. But to bring it back to basketball, because <laughs> I had I went off on a tangent there. I'm sorry about that. You good? What do you think you would have done in today's NBA? Like a, a question that, uh, like, I mean, like we're going back to that thing that you don't like to talk about really right. because it's difficult to talk about it right. across generations. But I mean, like, I have to know. Do you think you would have also averaged 21 points? This, this is in my mind and thinking of how a basketball player I was. Mm -hmm. Yes, because it was a lot more easier and it's a lot more easier to me in this, in this generation. Um, okay, if I think about it, Think about the point guards that I had to go against every night. Mm -hmm. So I don't go against all the point guards like that every night. You got the John Walls, you got the Kyries, uh, who else is in there uh, as a point? I mean, Steph, Steph Curry. Steph Do you Curry. think you would have held them fifteen points? Like, like if you, you can't play? hold no, you 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 can't you can't stop anybody. Mm -hmm. So let's not say that he shoots the ball very well. See, mm -hmm. that's why I don't like to make comparisons to this mm -hmm. because it's not realistic. Mm -hmm. You know, because do you think he could have held me to fifteen points? No. You know what I'm saying? You could contain somebody and hope that they have a bad night. What I think Cleveland did was they controlled, it, controlled him very well. Mm -hmm. They done did it for two years in a row. He's done had terrible, he done had terrible um, um, finals two years in a row. Mm -hmm. He averaged about, what, 17, 16 or something like that. That's what you want to do with him. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't had the big uh, finals uh, for two years. You Very see true. what I'm saying? Very so true. with Michael Jordan, I played him in the finals. Mm -hmm. I'm the only guy that, that held him to his lowest ever, and that was 20-something points. So if I did that and it was 20-something points, you're not stopping anybody. You're controlling them. Mm -hmm. And we had an opportunity to beat them, but we just didn't, it just didn't go. Mm -hmm. you know, so to me, you can't stop nobody. You can try to control them. And I think all the time I tell people, if I can deny the basketball from anybody and mm -hmm. make them get tired mm -hmm. and get them out of a game for six or seven minutes during the time that I need to, that gives my team an opportunity to beat you with your star player out. Mm -hmm. And he's under control. And when players get nowadays, when they get frustrated, what do they do? They pout and complain and do <laughs> stupid stuff. And if you get them to do that and focus on something else, you got a chance of beating them. You know, so that's what I say. But Golden State has too many basketball players. They had too many shooters. One, if one's struggling, the other one's going to come out and do something. Then you had an all-around basketball player who's just going to do everything in green. He's going to get you motivated because he's going to do something that's going to motivate the team. Big rebound, a, a hell of a stop. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a key three at well, sometime, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Uh, a, a play where he's going to go, take the ball off the rim and go and give a lob to somebody. Mm -hmm. They have too many weapons, so I don't compare that. It, it, it's just not realistic of what's going to happen. Everybody can say I could have went back to the 30s and played with 
this guy and that guy. Clearly, you, like you, you Bob Cousy, you, you the black that. and white era. You don't know that because I think them dudes would have went at us in their era just like they we would have went at them in our era. Mm. It just is what it is. But we can't never say at their prime, their prime. Mm-hmm. So take everybody if they was 21 years old mm. and say what they can do. You don't know that. I do want to go back to the game show Michael Jordan 20 points and you were talking about how you would have been jawing at Russell Westbrook and I don't want you to tell on yourself on record if you can't say what you said but I want to know like you know maybe what you might have said to him like if you were jawing running back and up and down the court you know what everybody asks me that but in the heat of the moment I'm gonna give you an example everybody knows Stephen Curry for making them half court shots and all that right uh-huh. when you put somebody just off just out of the blue. He's not in his game older. He's not in nothing. And he tries to make it. And he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Then y'all say, oh, what's the problem? That's because he's not in his game mode. You feel what I'm saying? So when I'm in my game mode and when I was doing this stuff, whatever came to my mind during that time, I would say it. I don't <laughs> give a shit what it was. It was about your mama, your daddy, your kids, whatever the hell it was about, I was going to say it. So... Whatever I would have said, I said so much shit to Michael Jordan. It's a shame. <laughs> so it was just what it was. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't come here and tell you I would have told him this and made it a difference. I would have been like, man, whatever come out of my mouth, that's what's going to happen to you. And that's what it was. That's how it goes. Well, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. No problem. No problem. This was fun. Yeah, it was this fun. This was fun. This was, was really fun. fun. You're wrong about the Riddler, though. Right, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Gary Payton for taking the time out to talk to me. Um, and now up next, we have Horace Grant, who played with both Michael Jordan and Shaq and Penny. Now I'm joined by NBA legend Horace Grant. Horace, how you doing, man? Very well, very well. Enjoying the festivities festivities down here and uh, all the southern hospitality. The southern hospitality. Kind of like how everybody says, talks to you with that kind of melodic lilt where they say baby at the end of everything. Yeah, like. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I really want to talk about is comparing across generations. We don't really have like an apt way to do that. Um, kind of like if you're talking about a dollar in 1950 was worth more than it is today because you can adjust for inflation and all those other things. Like, there's not really an apt way to do that in basketball so far. I mean, like, uh, it's difficult. And eventually you come to, like, loggerheads when you're talking about was LeBron, is LeBron better than Jordan, is Jordan better than LeBron because they don't play at the same time. But really, I've been meaning to, I just wanted to ask you because at the same, at the time, that things were getting kind of dicey in OKC last year, this magic moment came out. And I was writing about how the Westbrook-Durant thing in OKC is probably going to end up like the, the I mean, like uh, Shaq and Penny. Penny. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what were you thinking at the time? Well, when I left Chicago mm-hmm. as a free agent, mm-hmm. um, my thought was, you know, here's a young Shaq, uh, young Penny, Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thoughts was winning more championships. <laughs> um, but things didn't work out. Um, when Shaq uh, departed, um, 
as a free agent um, for uh, for the Lakers, man, I was depressed for about a couple weeks. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I remember um, he was trying to call me, mm-hmm. and I was doing something. So I, you know, of course, didn't unfortunately pick up the the phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I looked up, and he had signed with the Lakers. Man, it like like Mike Tyson punched me in the gut, and then Floyd Mayweather gave me a three-piece, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was pretty bad. But, uh, um, you know, it happened, and uh, uh, I guess it's water under the bridge. Yeah. yeah. I guess it is what it is. But you're kind of in an interesting <clears throat> position because you've seen the super team thing from both sides. Like, what is your th- like what do you think about the general term super teams and like uh and having played on one what are the difficulties and the optics associated with that yeah super team that's that's something i can't grasp yet um, mm-hmm. um you know you have your superstars and then you have your role players mm-hmm. um super teams that's, that's tough for me um as far as Westbrook um, and KD on the same court. Um, I think Russ feels like uh, you know they truly had a shot of winning a championship if KD had stood around. I mean, they were right there. They were right there. <laughs> so I feel I'm not speaking for Russ, but I feel like he's a um, a jilted lover. You know, we had this good thing, and you know, you just you, you left me. Threw it away. <laughs> you left me. Without even saying goodbye, uh, but I understand KD uh, side also. You know, he was a free agent. Mm-hmm. He was there. He gave everything to OKC. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, he and Russ put him on the map. But uh, it was his choice um, to go and and pursue um, another team. Um, more generally, uh, in the MVP race so far this year. First of all, who do you like? Man, how can you, how, how can you not like, you know, uh, Russ, Harden, uh, LeBron? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, if I had to to choose one as we speak, mm-hmm. uh, it would have to be uh, Russ. Just the mere fact of Katie lead, leaving and putting everything up on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way he's been playing and carrying that team, mm-hmm. wow. I mean, that's a feat in itself. And not to take anything, of course, away from uh, um, LBJ and uh, Harden, um, who they, they both have some great years. Yeah. Okay, so like when you're watching games now, like a thing that I'm always curious about is how do you, as a former player, rate a current rate, a, a current player, like as in, do you see them doing things that you think, uh, like uh, that you wouldn't do that, or I mean, when you're watching, like I mean, Clay Thompson catch and shoot, or uh, Sean Livingston's, mm-hmm. you know, signature turnaround post up shot from like dribbles up the left. So rate them. Uh- yeah, I mean, like, I'm saying that as in, like, how would you, like, do you, when you're watching, do you feel a compulsion to, like, critique the game? Like, Yeah, I, I'm screaming at the TV all the time. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Um, uh, for an example, um, if a guy get double team and he don't know how to pass the ball out of the double team, 
and that drives me crazy. I mean, because your teammate is wide open, you know, pass the ball. If you see the double team coming, get rid of the ball. Don't try to, you know, shoot, you know, one on two or one on three. Get rid of the ball. Um, you know, say for an example, a guy like LeBron James, um, there's no critique in that young man. I mean, I, I mean, that's, I don't think there's a flaw in his game. I mean, you have guys like that, um, um, you don't critique. Uh, if I had to critique Steph, I mean, some of the shots he put up, I mean, they're good when they go in, <laughs> but some of them like, are you serious? <laughs> when he missed them, like, oh no, that was a bad shot. <laughs> um, but on the subject of LeBron James, because every time LeBron James does a thing, there is a comparison to Jordan. I personally think that they are two vastly different players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but even so, could you compare and tr- contrast the two? And like, and if so, which one is better? Well, it's they are two different style of players. I mean, it's so tough to compare uh, Michael, who's a, a scorer. I mean, I mean. I mean, just take over game as LeBron can also. Um, I mean, LeBron, you know, in terms of passing the ball, I mean, he might be a little ahead of MJ of passing the ball, uh, yeah. rebounding and, and, and things of that, that nature. But, um, you know, we should just enjoy LeBron as he is, as he is. And, uh, um, and love what that young man has brought to the game of basketball and to the NBA. And, um, and figure out his legacy when he retires. I agree 1,000%. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Horace Graham for taking the time out to talk. Um, and up last, but certainly not least, we have Theo Ratliff. Theo, thanks for joining me, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Pleasure to be here. Who do you like so far for MVP this season? MVP for me mm-hmm. has been uh, James Harden. James Harden. James Harden. James Harden uh, over Russ? Yes. I mean, although he's averaging a triple-double mm-hmm. and, and leading the league in scoring, mm-hmm. um, I think James Harden has just been a little bit more efficient with his team. You know, and with them, they're surprised right now. Mm. They're surprised being, I think, what, their second or third in the, in the league now? They have third? the third best record in yeah. the league. Yeah. That was not expected. New coach. Very true. Everything. But, and, I mean, like, when you think about it. him doing triple doubles mm. himself, I mean, so yeah, he's I mean, not like, far behind. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, the D- D'Antoni and James Harden is actually like a perfect marriage, I think. <laughs> right, absolutely. Right. A guy that wants to score the ball and, and distribute the ball, I think it was genius for them to put him at that point guard position. Mm-hmm. Now you forced him to pass mm-hmm. instead of him getting the ball with 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 15 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting it from the start, 24 seconds, and you're putting the onus on him to facilitate and help the team, you know, uh, help the team be great, mm-hmm. you know, and become a leader. Um, how do you think, do you think that it would have been possible for them to rack up that many triple doubles? Because the, there's been like a scoring explosion this year. <laughs> right. You think it would have been possible for them to rack up those triple doubles in a previous era of the NBA? Oh, Possibly. absolutely not. 
No way. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's without, I mean, any vet you bring in here, they'll tell you hands down. That, that would that, never happen. Never happen. That would never. That would have never happened because, you know, even back when you think about Bird Magic, then you go into the Bad Boys mm. with, you know, Lambeer and, and Just Big Mahone. Just beating the shit out of and, people. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the Jordan Rules with <laughs> Joe D and all that. And mm. then you come into IR with Shaq and... <laughs> Carmelo, I mean, look, if we had uh, had the rules that they have now, and you imagine playing against a Shaq, Shaq and Carmelo wouldn't even be able to play. Mm. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> they ran over somebody every single play. <laughs> they hit somebody every single play, and if you can't come down and bump those guys, what, what do you think was going to happen? <laughs> He's just going to run in the middle of the play and just catch and dunk the ball, you know what I mean? So it, it's, yeah, it, it's a whole different different style. I think that you were known for was being mm -hmm. a rim protector. Um, yes. So mm -hmm. a question that I have for you, mm -hmm. I, it's actually gonna, and it's gonna parlay into the next thing, actually. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think of this new era of big men in the NBA? I mean, like, because it seemed like for a minute there, like it might be going extinct where everybody, eventually the league right. would just evolve to full court one-on-one -on -one between Kawhi Leonard and Anthony <laughs> right, Davis. Right, right. You know, um, yeah. basically the small ball revolution of 2013 mm -hmm. with, the, with the Miami Heat. Um, yeah. What do you think about this new era base? It seems like we're kind of like in a golden age with, I mean, like you have Anthony Davis, DeMarcus yeah. Cousins, Andre Drummond. Yeah, I, I just I equate it back to when you play center like myself. When I played center in high school, uh -huh. when most guys played center in high school, mm -hmm. they handled the ball, they shot outside, mm -hmm. they did everything. But then when they got to college, mm -hmm. they were pretty much designated to be that one guy in that area. You was designated to be the guy on the box, especially in the pros. Mm -hmm. You always protected the paint. You wasn't really an outside shooter where you handled the ball. But now... You have guys that, you know, you looking at Joe Embiid, I mean, sky's the limit for that kid. Uh, Man, yeah. he's massive. Uh, and able to handle the ball and do the things he's able to do, similar to a Cousins, you know. And Cousins, yeah. you know, just, I mean, his ability is unlimited. They bring the ball up, handling the ball like guards. Yeah. And I think a lot has to do with just how guys train now. I mean, we didn't have professional trainers. <laughs> we behind the school, <laughs> teaching the, you, things, teaching you know, in the schoolyard, yeah. you know, just going hard. But now, guys have so many personal trainers. Mm -hmm. Like my kid, they trainers at nine years old. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, True. so they learn True. how to dribble. They guaranteed to be seven feet tall, so they're gonna be dribbling at seven feet. <laughs> so, and you have a lot of that going on now with a lot of the guys now. So it, it's it's changed the whole dynamics, and especially. You know, when you start seeing guys like uh, Kevin Durant, who played sort of like a guard, small forward, but he was, a, you know, 6'11", 6'10". 6'10", like a fox. He's <laughs> you know seven, that mean? boy is seven feet, you man. I mean? like, and, then you, and then, you know, it just goes into the era of what a big represents. But I still think, you know, my guy, Whiteside, I feel like he got snubbed. Mm -hmm. He should have been an all-star. Okay. Because you still got to be able to protect the rim, and you see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They've stepped their game all the way up because of him, you know, and how he's, he's came on 
as a leader, you know, with that team. So, you know, what, they won like 12 straight? They, went, like they won 13 straight 13 before straight. going into a two-game losing streak and then turning right. around against, I forget yeah. who. But you see the, the maturity of, of, of those guys, a guy, you know, that started at the bottom, but he was seven feet tall. But mm-hmm. he got his skill together, you know, through going playing somewhere else. Yeah, he was a journeyman before yeah, he ended up in Miami. And, and now he's a bona fide star. He's not a superstar, but he's a star. Yeah. And he's that traditional, <laughs> that traditional center that we still got to keep around. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, on the subject of rim protecting. Yes. There's this. There's this interesting stat where basically, on average, after live ball turnovers, the Oklahoma City Thunder finish a possession in just over eight seconds, and that's because Russell Westbrook is usually barreling speed. through and, <laughs> speed you know, right. dunking like, you know, <laughs> he hates the rim. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. What would happen if you, like, say, in the air with the Celtics, met Russell Westbrook at the rim? I mean, like, does time reset? Does, does, is there a supernova? <laughs> what happens? I, I mean, you know, you had guys like a Westbrook challenging the rim all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I say, the, the thing is now there's no barrier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't touch them. You know, we used to have a forearm, so guys would be able to slow guys down a little bit when they start running full speed. But now, without being able to put an elbow on a guy or, or bump him off his off of his, his stride, now he's full steam. You know, you're looking at LeBron and all these guys coming straight down the pipe. I mean, it's it's a nightmare for the big because <laughs> if you step in front of them, you might get dunked on, and then it's almost guaranteed you're going to get a foul. <laughs> you know, so, so that, that's kind of where the game is, is, is turned to where um, it's doing a, a lot of limitation for the big guys to be a really big, significant part of the game because you have so much free-flowing offense. But, you know, you it, it, it's always about who get the most points and who can stop the other person from getting the most points. So bigs, they, I don't think they'll ever die out because you can always use that big to deter people from getting to that rim. I mean, he he might get a few, <laughs> but he's like, going mean, like, to get five. turned around. Out you know, of five, he's probably going to get turned yeah, around. He like he might get four. He okay. might, he might, he might lose on four of them. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He, right. he, might, he, he might get one out of them four. <laughs> but yeah, he, he gonna either have to pass it, or he gonna have to do some real tricky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> have to change the direction, go yeah, up and under. Yeah, because the out of out of blocking shots is really not how high guys jump. Because what it goes up got to come down. Mm. And I always block shots when guys were coming down. So mm-hmm. that's why I was able to block a lot of dunks. And um, I was able to meet guys when they shot the ball because I know oh, when you shoot it, I can either go and get it at the apex or if you're trying to dunk on me, I know you got to come to the rim. So all I got to do is make sure I got my shield up uh-huh. at the rim. You know, with Shaq, that, that thing, I did that one time. He almost broke my head on that rim. <laughs> no. I was like, I'm not trying to block his dunk no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want something to? <laughs> right. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Thanks to all three legends for coming through. Uh, this has been Micah Peters. Again, I'm a staff writer at The Ringer. Y'all take it easy. Peace, peace.
All this month, we're asking you to tell a friend about a podcast they love. Right now, think of a friend, your mom, anyone you care about. What podcast would they really love? Got it? Now do it. Tell them about it in real life or on social media. And if they don't know about podcasts, show them how. Tell us what you recommended with the hashtag tripod. T-R-Y pod. Thanks for spreading the word.